You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. So today, friends, we have Evelyn on the podcast. Evelyn took the November e-course about communicating with your angels, and she's on the show today talking about her angel stories. Evelyn, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Julie. I've learned so much from you. Oh, thank you. So tell us more about your first angel story. Okay. My first angel story was back in 1984. I was 17 years old and called to the hospital for my dad. And right after I got there to visit him, he passed away. And where I grew up is very rural Oregon out in the country. So my brother, my mom, and my two sisters and my brother-in-law were there driving home after my father passed away. And the six of us were in three separate cars. And out on the freeway, all six of us saw a falling star right after daddy passed. And to us, that meant that It was a sign from him saying, I'm in heaven and I'm okay. So all of you were in the same car at the same time? No, we were in three different cars. I love that. And you all saw it. Your attention was all brought to the same sign. Yes. Oh. That was what was so phenomenal that we were in three different cars and yet we all saw this falling star. That is so incredible. I love that. And it truly is a sign from them because I can remember seeing one falling star in my entire life when I was a little girl. I know. They're, they're so rare, but yet that's what we saw. Yeah. To look up in the sky 
in just one moment and to see that, especially while you're driving, that that's a beautiful, beautiful angel story. I love that. It, it really gave us a lot of comfort. He is part of my second angel story too. So in September, my husband passed away. And the day before he passed away, we were sitting in his hospital room and he had to have help getting from the wheelchair to the bed and back again. And he had been moved into the wheelchair and he was sitting there in the wheelchair and he looks over at me and he said, honey, can you get Floyd to help me? And I, I was sitting there looking at him. I said, um, honey, who's Floyd? And he goes, you know, get Floyd, the big guy, get him to come get me. Well, my dad's name was Floyd and my husband never met my dad, but I completely feel like he was asking for my dad to come get him. And that was the day before he passed away. Oh, Evelyn, I'm so sorry for your losses. That was definitely your dad helping your husband to cross over. Even though they never met, your dad really does take responsibility for helping bring you two together. And your dad always watched out for the both of you from the other side. And, uh, you know, a lot of times this does come up in different sessions where spirit will say, we need you to know that even though you're not biologically related, you're part of the same soul family on the other side. And your dad is definitely a part of your husband's soul family from the other side. And I have asked his dad, who also passed away in 84, um, since, I, since he passed, I asked his dad if he was with me. And he said, yes, he was, which I never met his dad either. Yeah. And he said, yes, he was here with me. Yeah. Um, Evelyn, your, your husband's talking about children. He has kids and I have kids. Okay. Um, how long were you married? <laughs> Technically six weeks. Okay. What he shows me is that uh, he just needs you to know that everything that you had was so real and that from the beginning when you two met, he viewed your children as his children and he says that you did the same for him and he's just so grateful for all of the support that you gave him and uh and the love that you showed him he says too that you were the first person that really made him feel loved for who he truly was well that means so much because that is that is so true because i was his third wife but the true love. Yeah. You know, the other thing is he passed pretty young, right? Yes. He had turned 57 in, in July and then passed in September. Yeah. And I know that this is so hard and this isn't what you're ready to hear yet, but he just shows me that you have such a long time here on earth. And I know that you're still struggling with his passing, but he, he wants you to know that he needs you and he's working with you to, it's not that we overcome their passing. I'm not sure that we ever get over it. I think what it is, is that we learn to not feel the high, high waves of grief as much. And we feel 
maybe more small to medium waves of grief and those waves become farther and fewer between. But he says, I need you to know that you have so much time here and that you have so much purpose here. And what he needs for you is to allow your heart to be open to him, helping you through this process so that you can not move on with your life, but allow the experiences that they need to come to you to come to you. Does that make sense? It does. And I, I felt like I have them because I know, you know, obviously I'm still grieving a lot and, but I feel like I am doing well trying to make purpose out of the love we had and, or have and his life because he was phenomenal yeah now let me ask you this because he won't let go of the kids do you are you still in contact with his kids oh yes okay oh, yes. i saw all four of his two kids and my two kids um on thanksgiving i actually booked a flight yesterday to go out to san jose to see his son for his birthday in january okay but there's a daughter too. His daughter, yes. And there's um there's a daughter that's struggling with his passing a lot right now still. Surprisingly, I think it's my oldest daughter. My youngest daughter struggles a lot too, which it really hit me um this week because my youngest daughter and him shared a birthday and she lives with me and which I don't know what I would have done without her. But also I realized on Thanksgiving that my oldest daughter is, is struggling. And I heard that from people at his wake that mm-hmm. she was really, really upset. And that surprised me because she didn't know him as well as everybody else did. And somebody told me yesterday, they said, well, that might be what she's struggling with, with because she missed out on getting to know him so well. Yeah. Um, there's another piece to this too, and it has to do with your older daughter's purpose. Um, she's very highly empathic, highly sensitive person. Cause she, what they're showing me is that uh, she's a healer and that this is impacting her on a couple of different levels because um, it relates to part of her purpose here. And, you know, there's things that happen in life that push us in a different direction or give us the courage to do something maybe that we wouldn't have done before. And so what she needs to hear is it's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay to not know exactly what the purpose is yet, but to allow that to naturally unfold through the process of life but to know that when you do get it and you're like, aha, this is why, then act on it, right? And then use it for what she wants to use it for. Um, Because he's really giving your oldest daughter a push to have the courage that she needs to do what she knows that she needs to do in her heart. Oh, that's beautiful. And that really leads into my communicating with my angels after the the um, e-course in November. Yeah, tell people about your experience in the November e-course. So I have been journaling since he passed. And, and so 
you know, I get into the high vibration and start my journaling. Well, night before last, I was just writing in my journal to him and, and talking about, because I have been trying to figure out what to do in, in my purpose of honoring him. And we had talked about a couple of years ago, a nightlight project, and we kind of hit a stumbling block and put it on the back burner per se. And so I had talked to somebody else about it on Sunday and she was encouraging me to, you know, overcome that obstacle. And so I was telling him about this in my journaling and just bam, out of nowhere, my oldest daughter's name came out to help me overcome this obstacle. And I mean, I wasn't even thinking about her. It was just her name came in as I was writing to him about the obstacle. And the obstacle is kind of a graphic arts problem. And she has recently started a job where she's programming CNC machines. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's who I need to talk to, to overcome this obstacle. And I feel like that was completely him speaking to me to help me through this obstacle. Yeah, uh, 100%. The other thing is, how did you hear did you hear her name, your oldest daughter's name? Did you see her? Did you get a feeling of your oldest daughter? How did that information come in for you? It was it just a thought. Uh, I was just writing out my thoughts on, on my journal of what I wanted to tell him for the day. And as I was writing it, as I was thinking through it, her name just came into my mind. And it was just like Amber. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. just like, that's the answer. So then I texted her yesterday and said, Hey, I need to talk to you and, and, and nothing bad. And she goes, okay, you know, I'll get with you this week. So that's awesome. Oh, I yeah. love that. And I love how like through the course, we're able to see, because we go through in the angel communication e-course, how you hear from the other side, because everybody's receptor capabilities are different. Some people hear, some people see, some people have a knowingness, some people have a feeling within the body. Did you start to get a sense of that as you were going through the course of how you were getting information? Yes. I, I completely hear or, or sense that I'll be talking to him. And it's like, we hold a conversation that he answers back to me and it happens multiple times a day. So I tell people it's not the exact same as having them here, right? But it is the next best thing that we can have that dialogue between us and them on the other side. It really is. I have started meditating and being able to, you know, sit with him and have these conversations and no it is not the same as him coming in the house and and putting his arms around me but it is comforting too yeah i want to thank you for everything i found you after he passed and it has given me a lot of comfort listening and hearing how to communicate with my angels 
specifically him right now because it's so fresh and so recent mm-hmm. and I know I feel my dad still all the time and like I said earlier on I did ask his dad and I heard uh or felt the response from him so I do thank you for giving me this this enlightenment Oh, of course. You know, um, and I got to go back because they won't let me go. Uh, They both have a couple of things to say. First, does your husband have one daughter that he was really close to? Yes. Okay. Because he keeps using different phrases. And for you, I keep hearing my love. And for her, I keep hearing my baby. And so with you too, do you get pictures? Because I don't know if he called you my love or, um, or if there was something like that, but I keep seeing hearts around you too. So I don't know if you see a lot of hearts. I've never even seen that as a symbol that they bring through, but I keep seeing, and you could really even see a heart as two angel wings coming together. But when you see this, just know that that's him there. Um, Yeah. He's also just so thankful to you for the role that you're continuing to play in his kids' lives. He thanks you for going out for the birthday party. And I know that you're going to continue this on because it just means so much to them. And, uh, and they really need your presence in their life. Well, and he, I, I try to just do what I know would honor him. I go to see his mom. I, I get his brothers to see his mom and his family has been phenomenal, but I just, and so many times I say to him, you know, I'm just trying to do what I know you would want me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to ask you about one other thing because dad's still here and uh, your mom is still here. She's in the other side. She's the I, other side. Yeah. Okay. I don't typically feel her. I don't him about her a couple because I don't feel my mom. I, I feel my dad all the time. I feel his dad. I felt my grandfather, but I don't feel my mom at all. Okay. So that's why he won't let this conversation leave because they were always married, right? Because they're very closely connected on the other side. They're still together over on the other side. Uh, they show me that they really were one another's person. And what they need you to know is that even though you don't feel her as much, and I can see what you're saying because her, her energy does feel a bit more distant. She still is there. I have this too with my grandfather on the other side, my mom's dad, who I was more close to than my dad's dad. And I would think that he would come through so readily all the time, but actually I can access the energy of my dad's father more than my mom's dad because he's doing so much work on the other side, not for himself, not to better his soul, just he's doing a lot of work for the other side on the other side. And that's the same with your mom. Yeah. My mom and dad were married until he passed. He never remarried. They were married their whole life. So just know that they're together on the other side. Just know too that the soul is omnipresent. So the soul can split into multiple pieces of different energy. And a part of her is with your dad on the other side, but a larger part of her energy is doing work on the other side. And so that's just what that's about. It's not that she's not with you. She is, 
it's just why you can't feel her energy as much is because her energy is split into multiple different places at the same time. I'm struggling because I don't have a lot of youthful memories. And so I've been trying to work on that. I was very, very close with my dad all the way up until he passed. But I, after my dad passed, then I was, you know, I was the only one left at home. My siblings were all grown. And so then I was with my mom for a while, but then I went and left home. So You have to look at her life, not through your eyes as a child, but your eyes as an adult. And she was struggling with a lot of weight to carry throughout her entire life, different emotional burdens and challenges. And uh, she wants you to really remember that time when she was younger, when you were younger, when you really knew her as a nurturer. That's funny because I always say, you know, my mom did the best that she could in her time and in her place. Um, and that she, I didn't necessarily feel maybe physical love, but she took care of me. Like she provided meals and, and nourishment that way. Not so much the emotional and physical nourishment, but she provided food and did things for me. Mm-hmm. Just that I didn't I didn't feel the physical love that way. She was kind of a distant person and she was here. Right. And she's so sorry about that. Um, We all go through different things in our own childhoods. And if we don't work through that energy, we bring it into our adult selves. And I think one of the hardest things about being a parent is that you cannot know what you're doing wrong because you parent in the way that you were parented, right? And yeah. and it's not that we can't do our work. We're encouraged to do our work, to learn what we were missing in our childhood so that we can bring that forward to our children. What she's showing me is that she just had so much else going on that you're right. Uh, she just said, I just need her to know I did do the best I could. I, I have forgiven her for anything. I feel like she just did the best that she could do. Mm -hmm. Your dad's a sweetheart, though. He's got the biggest heart. He really is. I mean, we we literally said when when we saw the falling star, we were like, he was kind of a jokester. And it's like, well, dad's up there kicking the angels out. He was was just a fun, very loving person. And and then I found it again with my, my husband. So Yeah. They want you to know that you're going to find it again as well. That's so far away. That's not even a thought process at this point in my life. I know. I know. But I don't know when I get to have these conversations with people again. And so they need you to just know that you've got a long time here. You've got a lot of purpose here. And they don't want you to be alone. Oh, I have so many phenomenal people that that really, well, all of them have brought to me. <laughs> there was another we met a girl on at a race. We he was running a race, and we just met this girl that had just moved to our town, and uh, be, she became fast friends with us. I mean, she had no family here in our city, and so we just took her in and became friends with her. And she has become so incredibly phenomenal to me now. 
that one of my other friends said, you know, it was divine intervention that you met her when you did. So somebody told me the other day that, well, they said they felt him and that he was surprised by his passing. And I said, yes, we were all pretty surprised by it. And that he was still trying to figure out how to be dead or how to be on the other side. Your husband? Yes. I don't see that at all. No? Okay. No. He's, he's on that other side in that place that I call home base where everybody has their own home over there. And um, was he really close to his dad? Well, his dad passed away when he was like 22. So... Because he was bringing him forward throughout the time too. Like that's who he was kind of standing next to on the other side. And that's, I, you know, because I asked him, I asked his dad if he was here for me and he said yes. Yeah. Because I took care of him and, you know, I'm continuing to try to um, keep everybody in touch with his, with his mom because his mom is still here, but she is um, dementia. So. Mm-hmm that we try to go visit her and I've been trying to keep that going because that was very important to my husband. <laughs> well, and we, we put his ashes with his dad at the cemetery. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, they're just uh, both his dad and him were together basically that entire time that we were talking. So that makes sense. But I don't see him struggling at all on the other side. He's fully over there. He's fully integrated. He's got no problems. Um, That's good because I was kind of I was kind of confused by what she said because she was like she said that um, he was struggling coming to us, and I haven't felt that at all. I have felt like he's been with me the whole entire time since he passed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I don't bring through anything negative from the other side because everything's perfect over there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the same type of issues that we do here. That's good to know. Oh, Evelyn, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for everything you do. And I appreciate hearing from him and my mom and my dad and his dad. It, it means a lot to me. Thanks, Evelyn. Um, I'm so sorry for all your losses, but I do hope that the podcast is helping too. Oh, it does. Beautiful souls, we have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? 
We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way, we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.